Hi there, friends. Oh. So it's been a while. <laughs> and uh, I, there's a lot, a lot that I could talk about that has unraveled in the time since the last episode. I don't even know what the last episode was. I have been living life very presently um, and not really making this mode of outward expression a priority, um, which doesn't mean that I haven't been expressing. And I've talked about that in, um, I think, other episodes about this more feminine work that I am leaning into, into embodiment and real-time expression and feeling and, and less moving, moving out of the analytical type of expression and even out of words so much. Um, and, and both are important. <laughs> Not ever, I don't think, going to move away from words completely, not for long periods of time. They are really useful for functioning in this world that we live in. And there are also times when I've really enjoyed not having words at all. And having more sound and breath and vibration without the force of form and meaning. It's just more like isness. Hmm. So I did pick up the phone to record something that has more form, that has more meaning, that does come from an analytical place. And um, to keep with what I want to speak about with integrity, integrity is a big part of it. I want to talk about integrity and self-betrayal. I, and just with the general theme of like the intention of my podcast to share my truest experience, um, I'm going to share some things and also be transparent that I'm not going to share everything. I am not going to share details of experience yet because there is uh, a time for everything. There are some things that remain private or um, not for widespread sharing until they become ready for widespread sharing if they should become that way. Um, Brene Brown talks about, you know, vulnerability and knowing who you can be vulnerable with. And um, not that I don't feel that I can be vulnerable with you, my audience, whoever's listening, but um, there's also the fact that I am talking about things that happen in relationship and that means that there's processing 
not just on my part, but on the part of other people. And so I love them enough to respect that um, and have some boundaries around um, how much I share. So I know that sounds probably <laughs> a little vague and like cryptic, um, but hopefully it'll make sense as I continue to share. So a little update. I am in my RV. I'm at a friend's property in the Western Sierras and the RV is broken down. <laughs> and so I've had a lot of time to lean into, um, more of the feeling stuff. And from this, uh, time that I have been away, Graham and I have, uh, broken up. Um, and so there's, a there's, uh, experience there. There's things that happen there that are personal and, and private as of right now that I'm not going to dive into the details of, though I do think that I probably will at some point, um, because I think that though the details are personal and private, they're also not such unique experience that, uh, it's not worth sharing at some point for both the, um, the importance to me of sharing the fullness of my life experience with the world and the value in that for connecting with others and recognizing that some of the things that we think are so, oh, oh my gosh, like, shameful or tragic or embarrassing or ugh, like make us bad in the world are need to be hidden away and make us less than or something uh are like need to stay hidden so geez saying that you're like Whew, wow what happens it's nothing it's nothing super major. Um, but for now, it's not, I'm not going to talk about it in detail. What I do want to talk about though, is integrity and self-betrayal because self-betrayal is at the core of, um, so much of the unhappiness that I have experienced in my life and that I am no longer willing to do. Um, Self-betrayal is, is like celebrated in our culture. There's like this whole movement to like live your most authentic life and be your truest self 
and then don't do don't do anything that might hurt another person we must be so so good and those two things just cannot coexist living our truth will always hurt someone and that's not our responsibility there are i think levels of responsibility right like so for instance in this what i'm sharing i could like full out live my truth speak everything and potentially hurt someone that i love but i love them enough and okay that's this this gets tricky right well if you love someone enough you you won't hurt them and that's not true <laughs> i love i have a value for myself to I have a value for myself to um be able to know what I need to share what I don't need to share and to like know the mm, capacity parameters of my love like to not share certain things does not sacrifice my truth and it's not because I'm being asked to not share certain things it's because I'm not I'm not ready and I'm not like I I know the other person I don't know quite how to explain that I suppose and I feel like I'm losing some track of what I wanted to say which also has something to do with me not putting on my do not disturb and things coming through so do not disturb engaged and back to what I'm trying to express about um, self-betrayal and living our truth being something that will ultimately always hurt someone <laughs> because we can't please everyone. You've seen those memes, right? Like you're not guacamole or you're not an avocado you're not tacos you can't make everyone happy and it's just true like we live in a, a world where um we can't please everyone we aren't everyone's taste people are going to have opposing opinions thoughts values yada 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 and that's just how it is because we live in this um dualistic reality and we can't have one without the other if we do it's incomplete um and what makes us us is our, our differences if we're not different we're not us <laughs> our differences and our unique wants desires needs thoughts preferences expressions are who we are and form like the boundaries of self and when we are out of touch 
with those aspects of ourself, denying them, choosing not to get to know them, repressing them, rejecting them, we are uh, not living as self and that is self-betrayal. And we learn early on to betray ourselves for the sake of belonging and then that gets carried out in the world and especially in our relationships and so that's where this came in for me where where um I in ending this relationship there it feels horrible and it feels true and it feels like in hindsight something that had I been fully in touch with myself and honoring myself, I could have responsibly ended a lot sooner had I chosen self-responsibility, had I chosen integrity, had I chosen to not betray myself and honor myself and accept that in honoring myself in knowing myself, I would inevitably hurt people in life. Like, intentionally hurt people. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, it's not malicious. It is not... Um, it doesn't make me bad. It just is, you know, I don't, does that make sense? I think it can be hard coming from the type of culture that we live in that is like, do no harm, safety for everyone, don't hurt anybody, um, protect the weak and if someone's good to you, you must be good to them. Like, like this tit for tat, we owe people something that works both ways. Like eye for an eye and love for love. And, um, like it doesn't work that way. That doesn't engender, that doesn't generate, that doesn't give us happiness or justice at all. It's not how it works. Um, as I was journaling about this this morning, I was reminded of um, Martha Beck's integrity cleanse, which I haven't done. Um, I know someone who is a Martha Beck coach, and I remember her speaking about it, and I was really fascinated by it, and I was like, holy shit, that's like intense, you know? And it also... Uh, last night I was talking with my friend's parents and we were talking about Vipassana and how that really got me in touch with some truth and showed me how just in daily life there are little things that I'm so programmed to do that come from where? Where? Not a true internal I want to do this. I desire to do this. This feels good to me, but from a programming of this is what you do to be a good, nice, respectable person. 
And in the, in Martha Beck's integrity cleanse, you just drop that. You don't pay your awful boss a compliment. You don't marry for security when it doesn't feel right. You don't, you know, say everything's fine when it's really not like you live your truth. And that hurts because it inevitably will upset people, especially people who have been doing good to you thinking it means that then you need to do good to them or trying to please you and then suddenly it's not working and you're being honest and they're like oh she talks about it like a vending machine like we think it's like um goodness in happiness out um that like there's this virtue that like if we are virtuous life will give us the good things and like if our if we are virtuous in our truth, life will give us the things that are in service of our truth. And though there may be pain with that, there may be like this crumbling when we start doing that. The only thing that's crumbling is a world built on illusion, is a world built on lies, is a world built on like an attempt to control what actually can't be controlled. It's it the, like the math, the energetics, the energetic math doesn't work out. The moral math, the, the cultural, uh, math is not real. (laughs) It's, it's not real. It, It, it seeks comfort. It seeks, um, control and obedience and this like linear path and certainty that denies the part of life that is uncertain, wild, feeling unfair and very feminine. Those are feminine sort of qualities, watery, um, flowiness, this fickleness, the ever-changing cycles. It's not linear and it's, it's not, it's chaotic and it's the source of life. Um, and when we lose touch with that, we lose touch with peace. This came through in a tarot reading yesterday. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip into my journal here because I, uh, um, the two of swords, inner peace, the power to make decisions regarding situations or relationships, which engender spiritual peace. Um, it's the readiness for love and realization instead of struggle. Um, and freshness, freshness and movement are bound together with peace, freshness and movement, not compliance and, um, staying the same, not comfort. It's change. No, it's, it's not obedience. It's honoring what's true in the present. 
and what's real. And with that comes movement, change, shifting. Um, and it, that's okay. (laughs) Unfortunately, like movement upsets things, right? Like it upsets things and upset has such like a negative connotation. Just really thinking about that, but it just shakes it up and just moves things around. And like, if I guess in accepting that as part of life and removing the like (gasps) fear of it, life becomes a lot easier. And that's a lesson that I learn over and over and over again. (laughs) I don't know if it gets any easier or is meant to get any easier. I I do think though that it, as I have been practicing more embodiment and feeling the feelings instead of thinking the feelings and letting the feelings move and just accepting them that it's become more fluid. There's more flow to it. I spend less time in it. I don't get so hung up in it and they don't, like the, 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 I don't resist as much, still resist. Um, but because I know that it's just part of the process and that there's something on the other side that like eventually that it will lead to something being built on the new truth instead of trying to cling to the old truth, which is now not true. that I'll feel more free. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, But I do want to get back to like self-betrayal because I've been talking for over 20 minutes. (laughs) And um, like, what does that even mean? Self-betrayal. And I think it's like violating those morals, values, standards, boundaries, internal truths, deepest desires that make us who we are in the moment um setting that aside for the sake of belonging usually or for the sake of being good or not hurting someone or resisting rejection um basically survival And like, there are really real instances where we may have to do that or may have had to do that. Um, but for the most part in everyday life, um, we don't like we betray ourselves even when life isn't at stake and to betray or to stay in our integrity, even when our life is at stake is what we admire, I think, about some of the greatest people in our world of the past and of the present. Like there's something so freaking inspiring and magnetic about someone willing to stand in their truth from a place of love and groundedness and openness that is like, whoo, gives, gives me chills. 
And um, so, yeah, that that to me is what self-betrayal is. And then like the the first I've been thinking about ways that I betrayed myself and the first act of betrayal was not even bothering to develop a relationship with myself, like not knowing who I was, trying to be what other people wanted me to be, not being in touch with my desire. Um, and, you know, like saying like, I don't know, I don't know what I want. I don't know. I don't care. It's fine. Whatever you want. Like in some of those instances in life, you know, um, I think I really didn't know because I hadn't developed that relationship. In other cases, I did know and I didn't want to say because it was just easier to keep the peace. Um, and I didn't, I was so focused on the outside, I didn't have a great relationship with, with myself. And that's something that even after many years of therapy, I feel like I'm really just digging into in this last year, um, two years by addressing the self that lives in the body. And that's, that is the self (laughs) self is like, Oh, we're so much in the mind that we like, we're so separate of that, but self in this 3d reality and this physical plane lives in the body. So what's manifesting in the body are aspects of self that I think we're not, um, in touch with that we're betraying, I think. Um, so other ways that I betrayed myself, um, I made myself what I thought other people should be. And I also projected onto other people the things that I wanted instead of taking responsibility for that within me. And I'm like, I made them responsible for my happiness, right? Like, well, if you would just do this for me, this is what I want. Because if you do this, then I, I get something like this transactional thing. Um, and, um, I didn't hold myself accountable first and foremost, right? Like I did not, it was a sacrifice. I was not sovereign. Um, I thought other people were responsible for making me happy. Um, and I wasn't willing to do everything that I could to make myself happy before asking for something from them. Um, and I, but I, I more easily held myself accountable to others instead of holding myself accountable to myself, right? Like, oh, they want me to do this. So if I do this, then I'll get love. I'll be happy. I'll be good. I will get the raise. And like, our world is set up for this. (laughs) Do the good thing and you'll get the good stuff do the things other people want you to do and you'll be rewarded I mean I mean this is like very alive and well right now with all the COVID stuff happening get your shot and get a donut you know <laughs> be entered into a lottery for lots of things wear a mask be a good person um but nobody's saying like well 
if your truth is that that's not right for you, that's okay. It's like, well, if that's not right for you, you're a bad person. You're not in support of other people. You don't care. You don't love. You don't da 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 da. And oh man, don't get me started. Um, because I I'm in full transparency. I'm not vaccinated, and I do not desire to be vaccinated. And I will probably do an episode on that. And for those that are vaccinated, if that is something that you did because you really felt that call, that pull in your body, that that was your truth, good for you. If it's something that you did because uh, it's what good people do, I get it. And... Um, there might be a lot for you to think about in this episode. And like, that's not judgment because like, gosh, I have spent so much of my life, um, doing things for the goodness of, um, or what I, for what I thought would make me good to other people. And it just, um, hasn't worked out the best. (laughs) It's the, it's a, uh, the math doesn't work. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that sort of way of doing the good thing puts belonging above our authenticity. And I've done that a lot, you know, oh, well, everyone else is doing it. So I guess I'll do it. Or, oh, I don't want to speak my truth because it goes against what other people think. And that's going to cause a lot of friction and people might be mad at me and I don't want to deal with it you know, and, um, and then in this, in these, there has been an evolution, I think, in my acts of self-betrayal, you know, I went from not bothering to develop a relationship with myself, I've been through the projection, which still happens, I went I was not holding myself responsible. I was choosing belonging over authenticity. And I was uh, expressing desires in a way, in an effort to control and manipulate. Um, And from a close-hearted place, which is controlling. Um, And then I developed a relationship with myself and my body. And I became aware of my projections and I became aware of where I could be more responsible and open-hearted and knowing what I really need. And when those things, when I began expressing truth in that way and feeling the pushback, um, and then realizing how I sacrificed myself, my, my authenticity, and I betrayed myself for so long, I just became unwilling to do it. Um, And even unwilling, so back to like the breakup thing, (laughs) it's hard because there are things that weren't working and that I was patient with because I do think that in relationship, you know, it's not like you speak your truth, you get what you want. Like if you to be with a person means to be with many people in a way, right? Like they, 
there's growth and change and it's a every a daily recommitment to being with the truth of that person um and so as i evolved and expressed heartfelt desires and really knew that i was coming from an, an authentic place not a manipulating projected projecting place and whatever whatever um i um like i could just see the truth that my needs weren't being met and that it was up to me to have my needs met not my partner um and so there's more to what happened than that i was ultimately not self-responsible in a in a sovereign and whole way and in an integrity way in the ending um and i accept that and i'll talk about that at some point um and i also see how like had i taken real full responsibility i could have not hurt him or myself or other people in the way that I did and that I still would have been seen as bad for following my desire and that's just like something in life that I'm going to have to accept and I think that like we don't want to accept that we don't want to be bad we so don't want to be bad and it keeps us from being true ourselves and that creates so much dis-ease in our world in relationships like uncomfortable uncomfortability that is unnecessary like there's always going to be something uncomfortable about life and it can either come from living a life on lies or following our truth so like you know what do you want what are we committed to are we committed to ourselves or are we committed to pleasing other people and something that I found is I've become more loyal and responsible to myself um, and not asking other people to do good for me just to do good for me as I've become as I've come to value honesty when other people are doing something just for me or, you know, ple- trying to please me. It feels so gross. It feels so weak. It feels like who the fuck are you even? Who are you? Like, don't do something just for me. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you want. I want to love the person that you are, not the person that you think I want you to be. And if you want me to be someone else other than I am, you don't want me. And I'm going to step aside and let life show me what is for me because we aren't for each other right now and that goes for like person relationship friendship work situation um you could go for an article of clothing right like hey pants you want me to be a size two and i'm not so we're not for each other i'm gonna go ahead and donate you right now instead of like hanging around keeping you there thinking well maybe some maybe someday we can be together i'm so guilty of that too (laughs) So anyway, there's a bunch of stuff that I thought I would talk about. Um uh for my journaling 
and uh, I didn't really, I don't know, when I sit down and record, I just kind of go, um, <laughs> there was a quote, and this was from a Martha Beck article, because when I thought of the integrity thing, I looked it up, and I haven't read her integrity book, but I just ordered it. Um, but she's got a quote in a blog post and it's from six feet under some character said, if you think life is a vending machine where you put in virtue and you get out happiness, then you're probably going to be disappointed. Um, and it's like that if virtue is the goodness, the safety, the, um, staying controlled and, um, logical and whatever we strangle our desire and we strangle life. Um, and I think for me, like I've spoken about this before, that's the spiritual root of my cancer. My wild woman died in my belly. I strangled her. I cut her off. I said, no, no to my desire. You are not good. No, you can't feel that way. That would make me bad. That would make me unacceptable. That would make me bitchy and difficult and picky and opinionated and too much so I strangled it off I didn't want to feel it and my life died in me and it stagnated and there was cancer and the body to me is the self the body is our 3d physical manifestation of soul consciousness the divine god and so when we betray ourself we're betraying our body we're betraying our greatest experience and i think we're betraying god or consciousness or the divine or source or whatever we want to say so like to get to know ourselves and our deepest desires and to feel them and honor them is to know god and it's to do God's work. And God is not a moral construct. Um, up in the mountains here. And I was at a coffee shop. I really like the coffee shop. And I really like the people. And it took me a little while to realize that it's definitely a Christian coffee shop. Like, at one point, everybody there, I looked around. And like, you know, some coffee shops in San Diego... You look around and everybody has a MacBook. Everybody had a Bible. <laughs> and I was sitting there with my tarot cards and my journal. <laughs> like, ooh. Um, and I was even approached and asked if I was religious and what my spirituality was and da-da-da-da and asked about the cards and given the recommendation of the Bible. And I don't believe in that. I don't believe in the the way I think that the way that that kind of religious attitude and moral imposition onto other people and the denial of nature and this like very masculine way um, it suppresses the feminine and it suppresses life it suppresses the the chaos and it puts that goodness and righteousness and pleasing others and and creates this sort of environment where we think everybody needs saving 
I really like towards the end of the few days that I went there, I was like, I felt like I was being hunted by these people, this, this guy in particular with his Bible and wanting to know my story. And I had told him, I feel like I ended up here for a reason. And it began to feel like his, he thought the reason was so I could be saved. I was like, I don't need your saving. I got me. I got me. You don't need to save anyone. I don't need to save anyone. I'm just here to live my truth and share my experience and serve those deep desires within me, whether you think they're good or not. And that is how, how that is the opposite of the self-betrayal sort of life that I've been living. Like I'm moving into self-sovereignty, sovereignty. I got me. I got me. And yes, we live in an interdependent world. So like I'm not, this isn't like, oh, I can do it all myself, but I've got me. I know when I need to ask for help. I know when I want to give. I know when this emotion is mine and, um, and when I need to be held and, and in being true to that, um, I become trustable for myself. And as I've become more trustable in myself and I, I notice when other people are, are just trying to please and they become very untrustable. I don't trust it. Um, that's something that came in my relationship. I realized like, oh, you're saying one thing and you're doing another. I can't trust you. I can't trust that. It's just, it's, it's not trustable. There's, there's a lack of integrity in that area. And, and it would be much more pleasing to me for someone to say, I hear you. I hear that you need that. I hear that you want that from me. And I love you, but I can't give that to you. Oh, like that could hurt. And I could also be like, thank you. Because you honored me and you honored you. You're like, I see this. I feel this. I hear you. And I'm not capable right now. But when it's okay, I hear you. Yeah, I'll do that. And then you don't do it. You just fucking lied to me. And that hurts. And it's, it's not, and that hurt means a violation of my boundary. And when I take that hurt and I make myself a victim instead of making myself responsible, then that's, that's me, not them. And I'm no longer like I'm accountable to myself and not willing to make myself the victim anymore. Right. I'm responsible. I'm sovereign. I see that. I see that this is what's really happening. I will make adjustments. I will, I will make the movement, right? Freshness and movement are bound together with true peace. So instead of this, this struggle, 
I choose movement and peace. And I think that that's where I'm going to wrap this up because it's gotten quite long. And it feels good to be expressing and it feels there's a lot of feels there's a whole lot of feels that comes with like what I'm going through and all of this like it can be easy to talk about in some ways and analyze and understand and not so easy to feel and actually it's it's it doesn't feel easy because it's just not a practice that um i'm so used to yet like it's still this is a pr- a practice this takes <sighs> leaning into hasn't become as integrated into my nature as the self-betrayal and the pleasing is and the striving for okayness Um, and it's just a process um practice a process and it's something that I'm committed to integrating so (laughs) I'd love to hear what you think about that I'd love to hear um how that landed for you about self-betrayal um about integrity people pleasing goodness being virtuous Maybe even religion, um, just like what it what it brought up, or if you have thoughts on it, or if you've been through a process like this, um, and because uh, I, I think that uh, is not something that is so openly that I found is so openly talked about, right? Like there's the be true to yourself. There's all the platitudes, and there's all the like. And then there's a lot of the, like, don't hurt other people, but, like, this, this part, I don't know, I'm hungry for conversation around it. So if you've listened and you want to connect, I would love that. You can find me on Instagram at Unraveling Rachel. Direct messages are the best way to get in touch with me right now. And um, I'd love to hear from you. So give me a follow. I don't often ask for reviews of the podcast, but I'm going to do it this time because that will help me move this truth out into the world, move my expression out into the world. Um, So wherever you listen, if you want to go over and give a review, I would really, really appreciate it. But again, you know what? Don't do it just to please me. Do it because you like what you've heard here and that feels good to you to support it. Um, so yeah, be true to yourself, unravel the bullshit, be courageous enough to 
destroy the illusion and make room for a life built on truth, a life built on what is really uh, a deep connection to the divine, God within you. Lots of love. Until next time.